flight's not 1948 here, and it's not 1954. This right. is 2020, and we are styling. Yeah. We're styling on the Mediterranean. It is beautiful. It's just the weather's amazing. The country's beautiful. We have micro the people are beautiful. Yeah, we there's work. We, the there's everything. We have everything. We're not missing a thing here. Okay, welcome back to Yale Elia podcast. I'm Jordana. I'm Yosef. And we are so, so excited to uh, introduce to you this week. Really special guest. An extraordinarily special guest. We are on location and in Petzach Tikva, which is also, as some call it, the center of Israel. <laughs> Literally nobody calls it that, except for people maybe from Givach Moel. Um, that's where he's from. Um, so we are going to ask our guest to tell us his name, where he's originally from, and where he's from now. Hi, Jeremy Wellfeld. Uh, born in otherwise, Boston. Otherwise known as? Jem. Mr. Jem. Mr. Jem. <laughs> and uh, born in Boston, grew up in Washington, D.C. Ira Bira. Ira Bira. Never heard that in my life. <laughs> so Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Ira, Ira is, the, is the owner, CEO... Oh. Owner, not CEO, owner and founder of founder of Gems. Brewmaster, though, right? Brewmaster, yes. Of Gems. Gems Gems Beer. Beer Is it a microbrewery? It is a microbrewery. We have a microbrewery and we have uh, 12 other branches, uh, restaurants throughout the country. I didn't know you had 12. 12. We tried to tag you in a post today. And I was going to write Gems Beer Factory. And then it gave me way too many options. It gets complicated. Yeah. So I was like... Wow! <laughs> I have to try all of these. <laughs> yeah, they're all different, and uh, they're all spread out from Caesarea down to Beersheba, and everything in between. If you you have like some smaller locations, smaller right? Smaller locations. We have a Baby Gems in Ranana, which makes an amazing sandwich. Very similar concept in Gibraltar as well. Uh, it's a good way to start, but uh, we only serve sandwiches. It's a small neighborhood bar. Cute. And uh, it's very sexy. It's a small, sexy uh, gems, basically. Wait, where is that one? In Ranana and Gibraltar. There's one in Give It Time as well? Yeah, that or was the last ones? one. That was okay. the last Where's one the one in Give It Time? Uh, Castle Mill. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure which That's the one that the Tel Aviv people should go to. Uh, yeah, they show up. Uh, There's a Tel Aviv It's a neighborhood one. bar, though. There's no know? Tel Aviv one. Not yet. Ramat Chayal is the closest one we have. Okay. Ah, okay. I so live in Tel Aviv, so I would know this. There's Especially that. considering we your We just did it. We were, we were very close recently to opening in Tel Aviv, but we still haven't... Found the place. Yeah, it's more about just barriers of... Mental barriers of... Oh, totally. It's a different world there, and we're not. Uh, for a long time, we didn't want to compete with ourselves because we're on tap at a lot of bars. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to enter that market and compete with ourselves uh, on the tap. And you that's know, interesting. Owners, yeah. you know, if you're a restaurant owner or a bar owner, it's yes. not fair. Now you're a competitor and you're selling us beer, and it's, it's not. A, it wasn't a game we really wanted to play with our right. customers at the time. But now that a lot of bars have closed down, we're reevaluating. Yeah, Corona. Thanks a lot. Wow. <laughs> so. You live in... I live in Ranana. Ranana I've right. been in Ranana now uh, since 1999. Do I'm you know in... the, the joke about Ranana? Uh, no, I don't. The joke is I was going to move to Ranana, but my English wasn't good enough. <laughs> so... That's good. That's yeah. good. First time I've heard that, actually. I've been in Ranana now 21 years, almost. Uh, How's your Hebrew? Pretty good. Oh. Pretty good. I came uh, first... I came first time uh, in pretty good. 1984. I made Aliyah in 84. I spent three years in the army. And I was one year. I was uh, in desperate need of a little discipline. I was in desperate need of some discipline in my youth. 
and three years in the Army kind of gave me enough time to straighten out and then came back to the United States and uh, got my education. I studied uh, in upstate New York at a small culinary school. Um, you went to culinary Kutcher's. school? Yeah, I'm a chef. I worked at Kutcher's in Concord, all the Jewish, the you Jewish did? Bellies. I went to Kutcher's in Concord, and the Browns, and the Homelac, and my parents met at Grossinger's. Exactly. I used to go to Grossinger's. Okay, did you meet your wife there? No, I met my wife on Kibbutz, actually. Oh, She's okay. from Brazil. Oh, but wow. my grandfather owned a kosher bakery up in Woodburn, and, uh, which is right next door. It's in that area. Yeah. Still there? Of course. Going, they have the best not pizza. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right next door to the bakery was the pizza shop. So wait, there was definitely there when I was a kid. Yeah. It was very high-mesh, yeah? It, it was, was, it called? was very much. It was Bake Masters, I think it was called. Bake but it's, it, it was before your time. Yeah. yeah, it was before your time. I'm deceptively older than that. In the wintertime, he, uh, he was in Miami. He had a bakery in Miami. And in the, winter, in the summertime, he was up in the Catskills. And after my culinary degree in 89, um, I was uh, in Baltimore with some friends of mine. And I tasted my first microbrewed beer, and I ordered a blueberry ale, and I fell off my chair, and I was like, "Wow, I've got to bring this back to Israel." Wow, that's and, awesome. Uh, that was the beginning of the passion, and from there I went down to Miami and uh, finished my degree in hotel and restaurant management at FIU. And uh, while I was down there, um, I uh, fell in. You know, I just continued. I started pursuing it, and I realized I know nothing. So. Uh, that's when my I ran into my uh, wife to be again. I met her on in 1987 on Kibbutz, and then again ran into her again in '91. And uh, in Israel? No, in Miami. What? And she's from Sao Paulo. She was just visiting Disney with her parents. Whatever she called, she had been tracking me. She knew where I was, <laughs> and she called and I asked her to marry me after not seeing her for four years. Just and on the phone? No, no, no. She was she was local. She was uh, in town. Uh -huh. She was visiting for it was Arab Christmas when she landed, and uh, by New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew you were say you were engaged, I have to tell yeah, you, you know, my parents, I, I'm sure you know this. No, no, my parents, I know this. my parents also dated for five days. My, my father proposed on the fifth day and they're still together as well. So there you go. I think There's that's no the move. Rules. I think no that rules. that's really the move, honestly. Yeah. My second son just got married. He's 22. He got married three weeks ago today. That's truly the most classic Israel yeah. <laughs> thing yeah, in the world. Religious. Yeah, what was the yeah. wedding like? It was a cool. Corona wedding. My son told me I, I get to invite one guest. Which was really nice because cool. it was easy. Was it a beer? <laughs> I had plenty of beer. He was a manager. Beer. Yeah, I had a good friend of mine, my, my buddy. My, my buddy. And uh, so that's the biggest news uh, that's happening in my life right that's now. That's huge. Huge. First kid yeah. getting married. Oh, it's Plus, your first kid? No, well, he's my second kid, but first right. kid getting married. I'm All right, 24 same. Year old. Yeah, we had that yeah, in my family too. So uh, I finished my degree in Miami and uh, moved back up to DC and started working in my field, uh, helped open a restaurant. Uh, I love sales. Uh, I sold to Drake Free for a while. I've sold shoes. I've sold office supplies. I've sold to steak and seafood door to door. I love the interaction. Were you so steak and seafood? Were you observant at that point? Uh, no. From uh, the time I was uh, from high school till my son Barack was born, I sort of swung out a little bit. My son Barack was born, I immediately stopped working on Shabbat and wow. went back completely. My wife is totally. It bugged her out. She, right. she was free. She couldn't believe it. You know, because I, I went from working on Shabbat. I was working for a large catering company in D.C. called Design Cuisine. Worked at the White House for many years on the wow. Clinton-Bush administrations. Did both their inaugural lunches. Uh, pictures with Clinton, Bush, B.B. King, Stevie Wonder, Ariel. Why Shabon, are they here? Service. Where are they at? They used to be in the bathroom, actually, in the, in the foyer to the bathroom. Yeah. Don't take, never take yourself too seriously. Yeah, 100%. That's the perfect yeah. place. And uh, when they did a renovation, uh, a couple of pet stops to go, it all came down, and I took them all. 
I took them home, but it was really, it was cute, those pictures, letter of recommendation from the White House. Um, and during that time, I was, uh, I was brewing at home, started doing like all, all home brewers do. I spent five years brewing at home. And that was here? No, no, that was no, back in D.C. I this is 92, 93, 94. And uh, then uh, I flew out to UC Davis in California and studied advanced brewing sciences, microbiology, and sanitation. See, I think that people don't realize that aside from, you know, like that you have a legit background pretty much in every capacity that you could have to own a brewery like this. Like you have the culinary background, you have the microbrewery background, you have the business background, management. Like that's wild. Uh, It took 20, I started in, in... in 89, and I got it open in 2009, so uh, it was a long run. That's great. It doesn't years. feel like it's been longer, but like... It what does. Ever since I've been here. It does, yeah. <laughs> We've been now operating for a little over 10 years. Uh, we've been... We've and you were in 16 locations, so that's... 13, 13, 13 locations. Can you uh, uh, so. Eventually, we'll, we'll get there. We survived this... This, right, this place. This situation. Well, how, is, no it, how is the situation now? Uh, it's been very, uh, well, enlightening for me. I found God again. I took it to a new level. I had a lot of time. I was in B-Dude. I was in, uh, in, wow. I, in isolation. isolation already in March. March 10th was my birthday. It was Purim. Mm-hmm. And my daughter had broke her leg. And we were in Bellinson Hospital. And we went to go check her uh, out and get, get her a cast. Yeah. And someone there in the I'll bet. in the room was, <laughs> was you know, had it, and so they locked us down for two weeks. So I was probably one of the first people in the world, wow. you know, who got locked down. Yeah. And uh, I started spending more time praying and studying and just yeah, me take, too. Same. Taking taking it to another new level. I did, and that's so cool. <laughs> I'm so impressed. I spent I more, more time, time like eating and like. You know, watching I stopped Netflix. drinking. I lost seven kilos. I had no one to drink <laughs> with. Stop, dr- how I do you stop drinking. I, house, I don't drink at home. It's wow. work. It's okay. a work thing. I only drink at work. Wow. But I never drink on Shabbat. I never drink on the Sabbath. I never drink on holidays. It's a time for rest and family time. You know, alcohol. Not even wine. But you can, you can rest. Nothing. You can rest and drink <laughs> and drink <laughs> juice. Amazing. So people must come to your house expecting... There right. be like beer it. fountains in it. like every nook and cranny. Yeah, I just developed this new technology actually where I can I can tap out beer anywhere. On the beach, anywhere. Ice cold beer right from the tap. So, Are you gonna sell that? I don't I know buy. yet. I'm working on I it. I will There you go. It. And you invite ten of your friends, twenty of your friends to the house. I will boom, make boom, ten boom, friends. Yeah, yeah. And I will Yeah, it's a fun uh, and that's I was sitting when uh, in the beginning when the gems were all closed on Friday afternoons, I was like I was missing the social interaction. Because everyone thinks that it's all, you know, for me it's all about the beer, it's all about the beer, but for me it's always about the people. And I want to interact, and I was jonesing on not having anyone to interact with. So I set up, I start, um, maybe last weekend in March, I, I brought a case of beer and put it on the corner on, you know, outside my house, on the corner of the street. And a couple of friends started coming over, and by the end, of, by the, after two months, right before we opened back up, I had a case on every corner. On every corner on Friday afternoon. And I had the whole neighborhood coming out to drink beer with me. Uh, it was nice. That must have been such a pick me up from like truly one of the most hideous times I can remember being in this country. Because this country is in general like a happy place. Right, it's a social and social a social magnet. place. Yeah. So it really hurt. it really hit us like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Um I have a question sure. that is not that serious. Um because you guys are a kind of like a craft brewery, and so yeah, we're definitely kind of that. Yeah, and so you don't have like you have what I believe is something for everyone, 
and I'm drinking the wheat right now, and it's definitely for me because I love that that vibe. Um, but what would your favorite beer be that's not like that's just like mass produced? Like mm. if you were just in a like in the shook somewhere or whatever, and you just wanted mm. a beer. Uh, Gold Star. Gold Star. Yeah, good, right? I, I like it too. Yeah, me too. I, I'm to so be... proud that that's our beer. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You have to be proud of the local yes. beer. Yes. We don't talk about Maccabi, but yeah. uh, it doesn't matter. I like the filtered Tomatoes. actually better than wow. the non-filtered one. Um, and if you've ever, I've had a tour of the factory quite a few times, and if you ever try it un, uh, unpasteurized, it's amazing. Is that something that the, the layman can do? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. What, the tour? The tour. Uh, they don't give tours? I don't know if they do or not, but because of the brewery, we do lunches and we do tours and we do... Well, you'll hook us up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nothing's we'll not the man there. Yeah. Nothing. That sounds about right. There would be a guy named Where him. are they from? Are they Olium also? No, definitely uh, not. <laughs> no well, they've way. been here since Natanya was founded. Basically, the, the brewery, there's pictures in the, in the facility of them on sa- sand dunes and stuff. Natanya was named for Nathan Strauss, not fun. I don't know. I believe that that is correct. Everybody can check. We'll fact check that. But, yeah. <laughs> fact check. Fact check. And Herzliya, I don't know if you knew this, was named for Peter Herzl. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Like, he's in the statue of him. Oh yes, good call. Yeah, the water tank. That's good. Um, so wait, so how did you? So get... educational. This right, job. Listen, yeah. <laughs> really educational. I think that everybody should learn one thing a day. There you go. And then. So what did you learn today? Let's see. Something about jazz. I learned. Right, I learned you have thirteen locations. There you go. There it is. Um, so then you moved here at some point. Uh, well, first after California, I actually tried to get into the oldest boarding school in the United States, and it's in Chicago, Siebel Institute of Technology. They established in 1872, and they said, for, you know, it's going to wait be a waste of money. Go work for a year in, in the industry. So that's what I did. I worked for a small micro in Baltimore called Oxford Brewing Company, and uh, after working for them for a year, I finished my degree in. Uh, I got my master brewership certification at Siebel Institute of Technology, and then I wrote my business plan. And everyone said, you know, after a year looking for money, it's now 1997, 98, 99, and it's like everyone's like, you want to open a microbrewery in Israel, you got to go back. So I picked up at that point. I had a two year old and a one year old, and about 5,000 bucks in my pocket. My wife had just finished her master's in science, technology, and public policy. My wife's name is Sandra, much smarter than me. I mean, she's it's not even close. Like, Brazilian, amazing yeah. woman. Wow. She speaks English, Spanish, Portuguese, Portuguese French, Hebrew. Hebrew. She can type faster than I can talk. Wow. Uh, she's just raising the babies. Yeah, she makes beautiful babies. Yeah. <laughs> All on her own. Yeah, she's just amazing, <laughs> amazing. And uh, so we showed up in the Mercosco town, Renan, and we started our lives again. And um, did the government help you with your? Goals oh, yeah. and aspirations? Well, no, not at all. No, no, no like seed money, no nothing. tax breaks, no nothing. nothing. Because okay, that's good to know. I mean, yeah, like we no want, help. we very much want to keep it real. Yeah. Because sometimes people will well, come. Well, no, things have things have changed. Yeah. There is a lot more assistance. Right. Yeah. You can get loans now. Right. Yeah. I when I came as a soldier, being a lone soldier in '84 uh, is not the same right. as being a lone soldier now. Right. With you know, there's a lot of support. There's a lot more support. A lot more awareness. Uh, the IDF has friends. Yes, exactly, and uh, so things have. There's, we're definitely making progress. And when I came back, my first job actually, I went to all these catering companies. I say I'm a catering guru. I've catered for the presidents, and we're like all excited. And they said, so when do you want to start working? I was like, I would tell them whenever you want. And they're just like, okay, start on Shabbos. All the like top catering wow. companies were all non-kosher, and I was like, I can't work on Shabbos. I'm not coming back to wow. Israel. To that is on a shocking story. <laughs> You sound like my Zadie in like 1912. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so what was my first that? job like your Zadie? I did construction in B'nai Brock. 
went from working at the White House to carrying, you know, drywall and sand up the stairs in Monet Rock. I was working for this chassid who uh, had a factory making that made lingerie, and he made lingerie for Victoria's Secret. <laughs> this guy had the nicest By house the way, you ever saw. Oh yeah. my God, he had a mikveh in the basement and a pool, and he had this Varney window roof oh thing going on. It was just a beautiful, beautiful home. And uh, so my first job was uh, construction. It. Yeah, construction. Wow. That's awesome. I, I think that's there. different. I mean, this was in the 90s, but I feel like now you can work in, oh, in the catering industry and, and not yeah, yeah, for sure. probably but for French people. But it depends on what level you right, want to work true. at. That's true. You, know, you wanted, you wanted to be in I had five tuxedos in my closet and one suit and every day I'd wear a different tuxedo depending what kind of event I was doing. That's crazy. Uh, here, that, that doesn't happen. I mean, if you're working where, for a kosher where caterer, what are you doing? Ever wear you're a serving chillin'. In this, you're serving chillin' and in this, I'm trying to figure out <laughs> exactly. a scenario in this, I mean, I guess maybe if you were like conducting an orchestra, but I think even then you probably wouldn't wear it. With tails. You gotta have tails then. Right, but in this country? Probably not. Probably sounds a Maybe. So, yeah. Yeah. I was at a wedding right after Aliyah, and the, the both the father of the bride and the father of the groom were wearing like a regular T-shirt with their nice jeans. Stop. Yeah. Oh. And it was a really nice place. It was a really nice venue. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you wear that at your son's wedding? No, I got an, I put a suit on. Did you wear a top and tails? No, I did. But when I got married, I had tails. <laughs> That's beautiful. My grandfather. Yeah. So then. It seems. It sounds like up till now you like uh, you gave up on your. Oh, I of, I, uh, I never gave up on it, and um, I was looking around from the construction. I worked in a small uh, restaurant in South Tel Aviv called Imonada for about four and a half years. I would work in the kitchen during the di- during the morning shift, and then uh, work uh, the pot, you know, the the counter opening. Right. So you so you kept it alive. Uh, and then from there, I worked for Art Cafe for about six and a half years. Oh, okay. I was the head roaster. I roasted coffee for Art Cafe. Uh, so you product, have a knowledge service, of coffee product, as well. Service. Yes, I do. Oh, and um, it's, it's, it's time and temperature. Coffee is amazing. It pops twice like popcorn. It pops, pop, 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 and it smells in the eye and the visual, and it's oh, just it's amazing. It's this you should get into process. the coffee business. You should start selling uh, Gem, Gem's I'm coffee. I'm, I'm a legal drug dealer. I'm doing okay. Now. Right. Doing he's, okay. Like, he's like, I'm, I'm working my way up. <laughs> but if I need to expand, I can think yeah. about yeah. But no, but I think, good. I honestly Never think. go backwards. I think, no, I don't think it's, I think it's like just branding. I think branding Gem's coffee, I think would be like phenomenal. So then what happened? So next? after Arcafe, I started going back to the the United States to make money as an OLED. It's very hard to make a living here. Yeah. And uh, it's tough, you know, it making Aliyah. It's not, it's, it's not easy, but it's so, it's so rich and so worthwhile. It, it, the most important thing in life is to be in the right place. And yeah. if you're in the right place, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to first be in the right place. And every day I wake up and I'm so proud. You know, especially now that my first son and my second son just got married, I'm like, okay, now we're building this country. Yeah, now, yeah. you're putting no, down totally roots. Totally there. You know, did he marry an Israeli girl? He did. It was a girl from Efrat. Uh, and, so uh, kind of Israeli. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a step up from Ranana, that's for sure. For sure, but they speak like. You know, Are her parents Olim also? Uh, no, fifth generation Jerusalem. The mother and the wow. father is like fifth second generation. generation Polish something. Oh, yeah, big Polish guy. That's yeah. random. Yeah, I'm half Polish. So. I mean. We're all a little bit Polish. Yeah. All this Ashkenazi Jews. Depends on the joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, my gra- nobody loved Polish jokes more than like Polish Jews, you know? Because they were like, that's not us. And I'm like, oh, okay. So after bouncing back and forth to the United States trying to make a living, my wife, my third son, Gotti, was born. My wife's like, you figure this out or we're going back. So at that point, I moved to uh, Bistro 56. Oh, yeah. 
I'm actually having lunch there tomorrow. Is that a Herzliya? It's in Herzliya in Arena. My friend uh, Shlomi Wagner opened that restaurant. We were roommates together in Miami. And I was the pastry chef there when they opened. Uh, and I worked there for about six months. And then I opened a small catering company in Ramana called At Your Service. And during this whole, you know, these 10 years that I'm bouncing around, you know, after Aliyah, I'm like hooking up with David from Dancing Camel. Yeah. Brewery. yeah. I looked yes. at him. So we were stuff. almost partnered up. He um, has his own brand and then he also yeah. and then he also sells yours no no he has his own he has his own, own microbrewery okay, down cool. in south tel aviv he's doing a really fun thing yeah and they have food um, there also with food i know it's not he never really had food he like does take out and bring in he like does, he does comedy shows he does some fun stuff he does yeah. also makes th delicious beers yeah so uh after um you know, looking around, I, you know, while I was catering, every time I finished one of my gigs, I would drop my business plan on the desk of whichever house I was in in Ranana. And, you know, when you take care of people's special events, after a while they begin to trust you. Because the most important day of their life, whatever mm -hmm. it is, the bat mitzvah, the bar mitzvah, the brief, the wedding, the whatever it is. So I developed a really nice relationship with a lot of people in Ranana. And uh, that's how I found my partner, Dan, Dan Alon. I, I was uh, catering his son's brit milah, and I dropped the business plan on, and he was I finally found someone who could dance with me. I had all the skill sets, except I could not raise the money. Right, the capital. You know, the capital, I could not raise the money, uh, you know, and... Uh, was it hard for you to kind of, like, share control with someone? Uh, it was, but I was so happy that I finally had someone to dance with me. Yeah. That uh, everything in life is a, camp, is a compromise. Yeah. Any relationship you have, you're constantly kind of having to compromise. And uh, we, uh, I brought him to this location. I gave him the business plan. And I was like, "This is it, man!" And wow. ten years ago, this was this was, this was, was a orange and orange. There was a I mean, even there now, was a dump. it's not, it's not a dump, but even around here, oh it's very industrial. I had a really hard time convincing this man that this was the location. But why did you pick this? Like, I picked this location. My wife, well, my father worked for HUD, Housing and Urban Development, in the United States. He's a Harvard Law law graduate and MIT in city planning. So as a kid, we would be I'd be sitting in the back of the station wagon driving around Detroit and driving around Michigan and driving around all over the country, even throughout Europe in the back of the car seeing how cities develop and how they deteriorate. Mm -hmm. My father, you know, right. he's written a couple it. of books, he was a professor, he was, you know, he was he was all about housing. And I knew that my wife worked here at ECI, which is right behind us. It's yeah. a telecommunications company for 15 years. So I from 99 till 2009, I saw this area developing. I saw the first gas station come in. I saw the first coffee shop come in. And everything north and south of Tel Aviv was already super expensive, and there was no more room. Yet I knew it had to move east. It had to move east, right down Java. I call it East Tel Aviv. Right. I also say L.A., New York, London, Petah Tikva, but, you know, we all have our, I love that. This is a little respect. And when we came in here, people thought we were crazy. You know, it was very hard to, to get the money for this location. But uh, you know, it is a huge city. It is. Like it's huge. There's old parts and new parts. I think it's, I think it's the third largest. Yeah. In, uh, like I, I think the first largest is Altasia. If you if you curate Aria, curate Matalon, and Segula, you have the biggest. And it's entirely what like what would be considered a modern city. Like there's no real like ancient ties. There's no real history. I mean, history started in the city in like this at the second Aliyah, I think, or something like that. I read. So it's not well, super. They're talking super about it in the Haggadah, aren't they? Are they? Bnei Brock, it's right next door. Right. <laughs> I, don't think, I, wear, I don't think I'd be wearing this swampy, in Bnei Brock. It was swampy but... back then. Yeah, it was, exactly. It was all yeah, marshland. It, it was Skeeters. Skeeter right. time. Yeah, I think that... So how long have you been in Israel now? Six years. Wow. Also, me also. We made Aliyah like a month apart. Oh, 
Nice. And I came to his, I, like me in my one month of Aliyah, came to visit, you know, like to welcome him at his Aliyah ceremony, like nice. as if I was some, you know. Old timer. Old timer. Yeah, here for here for three weeks. Here for three weeks. Had <laughs> nothing so to do. Had nothing to do with my time. I was like, what do I have to do? I'm in Opan, you know. So I'm loving the story. So you found an investor. Finally. We found uh, we your, found a your partner. My partner, who was able to. Uh, Is he still your partner? He's still my partner. We've been going now ten years, and uh, we've had a really good run. Um, we touched the nerve in the nation. We yeah. did something, you know. You know, in the beginning, it was like. It was kosher, you know, the kosher thing, you know, for me it was very important that it was kosher. Yeah. And everyone, you know, but it's not that it's kosher, it's kosher and cool. Yes. You know, that's what makes By it By the way, that's special. a newer concept. It's it never concept. didn't exist. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first ones. It's the been a concept one. in America for so long. We're from New York. There's always been kosher and I don't know, cool. I feel like it's been, I feel like it started here. It could, I, I don't know. When ten I lived years, in New York. Ten years ago. When were you living in New York? For a hundred, I mean, six years ago. Okay. So there's been cool stuff in New York and and kosher, but I feel like within the last few years, um, you know, I live in Tel Aviv now. You didn't know that, but I live in Tel Aviv now, and I moved from Jerusalem, and it was a huge change because I moved from everything being kosher to having to find kosher, and so you know, this kind of like kind of a bar food is not necessarily easy to find. So when I came here, and you had all these options that I hadn't seen in other places. I had the um, the sloppy gems, gems. yeah, and it That's was entre- It was like a you know like a slow asado. roasted asado. Right. Right. It was you know yeah. I can't get that it anywhere was else. Pork, pork right, pork. exactly. <laughs> Listen, if you told me it yeah, was, I would have cool. no idea. I've never had anything else. So, so yeah, so it's very exciting. Um, we've been. Um, so was it successful right away? Like, it was it actually uh, the second or third day that we opened. It took us about a year and a half to finish the build out, and people had been driving by a long time. They weren't quite sure what, what we were doing in here, and uh, we hit the we hit the news one night, uh, like the second or third night that we opened. We hit the news. You know, at the end of the news, they always have a nice piece. Yeah, a human stuff. interest story. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. was the human interest story that from you the are White House interested. to the pe- to pet that <laughs> right, right. It That's was perfect. Awesome. They showed me, you know, serving Clinton. You know, right, they the were video. like war, war, <laughs> and beer. So, uh, and as soon as that hit the, the waves, everyone in the whole country saw it, and everyone from Jerusalem to Natanya to Petotifa to Tel Aviv, if you were religious. Right, that was the that And was in the, the beginning, draw. it was like, now it's not, you know, it's right now probably it's a 30% religious, you know. That's what I was going to say. Inside, there's not a lot of keepers out there. That's what I was going to say. We were, we, uh, Yosef and I had dinner outside, and it was absolutely delicious. I, I, will, I will not eat for a week. But one of the things that I noticed, well, first of all, I thought it was going to be a lot of Anglos, and your menus are in Hebrew, which I was fine. Don't worry. We have an English menu. Oh, have to ask for it. I did. They said not during Corona. Yeah. They might not have printed it. Yeah, <laughs> we're saving money every She said to me, "Do you want me? Do you want me to translate everything?" And I was like, "That's so sweet of you." No, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. Um, you were good. You were fine. I was okay. I was You're okay. Fine. Um, it. Yeah, and, and, and I think old school now. Thank you. I'm like a, you know, like I'm like you know, Yardena, you know. And um, and what I also know, I think we were the only Anglo's in the joint. Yeah, like, I think everybody else was Hebrew speaking yeah. and. You can't, base, you can't base you can't base any businesses in Israel on tourism or right. tourists. Thank God you didn't. You can't do with it with no tourists. You can't now. do it. You can't do it. You also get 
a lot of the, a lot of the like offices around say, here? Well, we used to. Uh, a lot of people never came back to their office. Right. <laughs> it's really sad. But we're doing a. You're ordering a lot. Did you like sh change your your website a little bit to well, like we, be very? It might be down right now our website where it's in the middle of a re reconstruction. But, well, I saw uh, it was very it was very delivery friendly. Yeah, you yes, do a lot of exactly. deliveries. Now we're doing deliveries, but that's a whole new trick we learned uh, because of Corona. That's yeah. major. Yeah. I saw your Walt guy in and out. Yeah, he's Walt he's is like uh, Uber Eats. delivery. Yeah, yeah a delivery company. Uh, it's been very interesting. Uh, we've been very flexible. I have three partners. One is Dan alone, and uh, the other is uh, Dror Ares, and he's in charge of the restaurants and the franchisees and uh, expansion. And him and his wife just build beautiful, beautiful restaurants. Amazing. They just have such a touch. And uh, I, my, my focus is mostly product and service. I take care of the customers, and I take care of the product. And we're coming out with a new uh, non-alcoholic beverage. I did a uh, really? uh, yeah, cucumber lime soda and what? it's really good cucumber wine it's really good like it's just like, is it ready good. for is it ready for tasting no we already did it we've had it i ran out of i ran out of product and we blew through it so fast okay. that wow. now that we're, we're making another batch of it yeah very simple not too sweet very interesting mixes same bottle no no it's not in the bottle so what, what's the best the, the cocktail mix, oh hendrix gin and this, this oh this is it you yeah, already figured killer, it out killer and also it mixes really well with arak as Israel. It has to. Uh, it yeah, has to. Get a little lemon and uh, mint in there. Be and it's available for purchase? It's going to be soon. We're Just here. Yeah, well, I'm going to get it to the rest of, to the rest of our branches okay. shortly. Do you guys do sell um, internationally? No, we tried. We sent beer to the United States maybe uh, three summers ago. And uh, we sent 360 cases to uh, a supermarket chain in New York City. And they did this Israel. That yeah, where? Israel. Yeah. Which one? Because all, all of our New York City listeners. Yeah, it's not there it's anymore. A lot. No, it's, not, it's three it was, years ago. It was three years ago, and we sold about 250 cases and got left with like 80 cases left. So it was like, what do you do with 80 cases of beer that's hit uh, expiration date? Right. And I told my partner, send it down to the border and help Trump. <laughs> help Trump build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to the wall builders. With, with beer. They don't care. Um, what I was going to say is that I think that's great that it's actually sold only in Israel because it's such a motivator for people to it's come fresh. here and have it. It's fresh. Fresh, yeah. unfiltered, unpasteurized. Sure. It doesn't, you know, it's not supposed to travel. You shouldn't ship it. Yeah. But we looked at New York. It's an interesting market. But I don't want the Jews in America to think they're so cool. A hundred percent. Of course. You know, right. If you want to you know, kosher microbrew beer, they, you, you got to come to You Israel. can get Skittles there now, I don't know which is so lame. I don't know so. what they're still doing there, those Jews. My brother, I talk to him every single day he's in Baltimore. I have a brother in Baltimore, a brother in Atlanta, and I'm a sister in Mississippi, in Jackson, Mississippi. And I'm like, when are you coming? Seriously. When are you coming? What do they, they say? say? Uh, they're... Two out of three are thinking about it. My mother made Aliyah about 10 years ago. She moved from nice. Seattle to Mitzbe Ramon. She lives by herself in Mitzbe. Wow. Yeah. I was just there. Me too. I was yeah. there for Shabbos. Over Shabbos, I was there. It's stunning. I didn't know there was a community It is there. so, so beautiful. It's an interesting community. Very eclectic. It's very yes. eclectic. It's very small. I mean, listen, you have to be an interesting person to want to live there. Yeah. You know? It's not for everyone. She loves it. She loves it. She loves it's the quiet. so beautiful there. Wow. Okay, next. What do you guys want to know? My advice for yes, Olin. that's exactly what there we you go. How did you there know? You I've done this before. Oh, okay, man. so Wait, advice. Stop. Who else has it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who else has a who podcast? Else you you? I did a well. Let's try to find it. I did one podcast, but I did it in Hebrew about seven, six, seven years ago. Okay. Oh, okay. And, um, was it two nice Jewish I, boys or no, something? No, no, no. I did another one. It wasn't. It wasn't a podcast, but I did another one in, in uh, Modine. 
uh, where some guy interviewed me, a whole Aliyah American guy thing. I never, I never actually heard that one. But I'll make it. I'll, Listen to this one, please. I will, I will, I will. Okay, send, send it to your to beautiful you wife. Yeah, I'll send it to the other one. Yeah, you're, she, you're the fifth guest. Well, Thank fourth you. guest. There you fourth go. guest. Thank yeah. You. That's nice. This, this is, is where good. it's going to explode. This is where we go from A to B. Yeah, we go. We're going all the way. It'll be like the time before gems, <laughs> and then the time after gems, and it'll be totally different. So, uh, my advice is um, you have to come. Yeah. There's no fear. Can't be scared about it. Uh, you don't do it for yourself, you do it for your children. And you do it because you can't cry for 2,000 years next year in Jerusalem, next year in Jerusalem. And then when you have the opportunity, basically spitting in God's face, it's a, it's a real slap down. It's not appropriate. And there so, will be a price to pay. For, <laughs> there will be a price to pay. We you needed know, a fire this, and brimstone. A little bit of, there's a little bit of that going on. Come yeah. on. It's like, you know, it's like it's not 1948 here and it's not 1954. This right. is... 2020 and we are styling yeah we're styling on the mediterranean it is beautiful it's just the weather's amazing the country's beautiful there's everything we have everything we're not missing a thing here we're not. and yeah you might you you need less you don't need the big house you don't need the big car you don't need all of this stuff i've been here now 20 years and i still don't own the house and i'm relatively successful. That is the craziest thing you've done. Yeah. Well, think about it. Moved to Ranani. Yeah. It's very expensive. And, and I, you know, four kids and my in-laws live with me and, you know, it's like, it's I, expensive. I still don't understand that, but okay. It's expensive. Yeah. You know, and, but it's worth it. It's not, you know, it's, you know, I wouldn't trade it for a moment. It's just so amazing. The vitality yeah. of living with your family, with your people, it's, there's nothing like it. It's so nice to be, do things collectively as Jews. It's, when it's, you know, when it's Purim, it's Purim. When it's Pesach, it's Pesach. When it's Sukkot, it's Sukkot. It's amazing. Yeah, and we all amazing. do it together. And the power of that unity and uh, the brotherhood, you know, we always, there's always, you know, this disjointed idea that we're always fighting and whatever it is. But when we're not fighting, we're loving. And it's, you know, yeah. it's yeah. unlike anywhere else. In like the world. siblings, you know? Yeah, totally. It's family. It's yeah. totally family. It's totally family. So patience. I tell everyone, come and just be patient. And uh, lower your expectations and be in the right place. I always, I like you. Always says lower. Your, I always say recalibrate your expectations. Recalibrate. That's the. Political and the way. reason that I say recalibrate is because I don't think that it's a lesser way to be. I think that it's just, you know, not the same. You know, I don't think that you have to come here and live in the dirt in sackcloth. And my recommendation is also. Go to some place where it's going to be easy for you to do it. Yeah. Ranan is easy. Yeah. You know, it's the community, the schools, the, you know, it's just so amazing. It's just a soft landing. You don't have to live in Hebron. You don't have to live in Tiberia. You don't have to live, right. you know, you want to try to get it to be in a place where it's easy for your wife and easy for your kids. And yeah. The earlier you come, it's the easier. You know, right, your kids, the kids were very young. Yeah, if it's if your kids are 13, 14, it's very, 18. very, it's hard. very it's harder. difficult. Yeah. You know, to he did learn, that. He did. His oldest was like going into first or second grade. So That's okay. That's a good age. Yeah. Well, they she's going so into fast. kindergarten. Yeah. They learn Crazy. so fast. By, by Hanukkah time. She yeah. Was like, she's she was acclimated. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Now she like just makes fun of all of us for like yeah. being yeah, so... Just laugh at us, right? For being so Anglo. Yeah, so, um, language, you know, take the time to learn the language. Yeah. You know, but at our age, the older you come, it's, you're Her, never going to learn the language. 100%. You're you never going to learn it. Did you hear you that know? joke? After 10 years in Israel, your Hebrew gets no better and your English gets worse. 
So can't wait. Happens all the time. <laughs> my uh, my Hebrew, you know, I can I'm at, I do Hebrewish. Yeah. You know, I do a combination of both, and uh, I can communicate quite well in Hebrew, and I can you know get it. You know, Your point across. Right. Yeah, but I'm always gonna be a lechadash. I'm all, you know, people are always gonna wonder how long have you been here? Two weeks, three weeks. Right. <laughs> My American accent. Yeah. Speaking Hebrew, but uh, it's it's okay. Let the Israelis have a laugh. They deserve yeah. it. It hasn't been. They easy. do. It hasn't been easy for them either. That's <laughs> so true. So. Well, we are so so happy to be here. It's been yeah. a pleasure and an honor, truly. Yeah. Really well, awesome. Send you guys home with some beer. Oh man! Gotta have a gift. Uh, Gotta sure. have a party. Gift um, the best part of the party. All right, if you, for, if you force us. No, we can't stop. <laughs> um, but no, we, this is you know this is like a dream. You know, imagine saying like you can interview anyone in Israel, and it's someone that you admire and someone that you think is doing really good things for the Israeli community and the Olam community. And what's the question? What's the next question? And what's your next dream? Do you have an oh what wow? <laughs> I was gonna say, right? What are you gonna do now? What's the next step? I'm not sure, well, but you, I've been you doing this for other... thirty years. I said something about coffee and you shot me down. Coffee beer, uh, co- coffee beans. I told you. Ah, I already you did that. Me, already, I did that already, though. Right. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Impact, right? Yeah. What? How? How do we have impact? What's the next biggest impact I can have after I'm interacting now with a thousand people a day? What's impact? What's the big impact we can have? Right. It has to be politics. That is scary. Yeah, that's that's. Hard. I wanted to First get open up a hotel. I was, di- I was dying to get into politics. I have to wait till I'm my, he- my Hebrew, no, my Hebrew never got there. Yeah, I have to wait till I'm sixty-five. I'm yeah, not, I'm not old enough yet. Fifty-five right. is still too young. Would you get into politics? I would think about it. Yeah, I would think about it. It's the only way. You would be. You would be a bit, a bit divisive. Um. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. They don't know what to do with me with the one. I'm the one. Yeah, pay, one. I'm the one pay. Yeah, for those who can't see, <laughs> I'm the one pay a Jew. Oh, I thought, not, I thought I was not There's noticing that the other one. No, like, no, I it doesn't your... exist, man. I'm not on your seat team. I'm not on your team. I'm wow. like, I can now hug the entire nation. So, you know? please tell for for our listeners. He has, you know what payas are? The payos? side locks. The side locks. He has one and not <laughs> one, the other one. One long one. And it's it's and on purpose. It's yeah. because enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope that's become enough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, this is already two years and your, old. And your beard is very Soloveitchik. Uh, thank you, thank You're you. All... My grandfather and great-grandfather both had uh, this type of beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have a look. And I change it up all the time. I used to have really long hair. My hair, my name is Shimshon Hebrew. Shimshon oh, Hebrew. wow. Samson. So I always had really long hair. I cut it off and left too long, pale. And, you know, it was just freaked out. Everyone was, like, totally freaked out. They're like, you know. Yeah, and I had that for about a year and a half, two years. And imagine if you're sitting. I used to sit. I sit in a lot of restaurants and bars because I sell beer all over the country, and I want to give respect to the owners. I want to, you know, everyone wants to feed you. They're Jews. They want to feed you. Yeah. And so if you're sitting in a non-kosher restaurant with too long peyot, it doesn't work. It's right. not good. You can't do it. You know, you can put on a baseball cap, whatever. But what are you going to start tying back your peyot? So that was one of the reasons why I. Uh, I feel I like they have a. They barn. do have a bit of respect for you. When you come into a restaurant and you have your and you're a cool guy, but they, you they also have respect. But it's I want to give them respect. It's yeah. not about giving me getting respect. I want to right. give them you want to come. You want to be on meet on an even even. Yeah, I want field. them to be able to treat me and you know let yeah. them play owner for a change. It's really nice to you know, be that treated is really as a nice. guest. Yeah. It's very rare I get to be treated as a guest these days. Yeah. So. Well, really awesome having you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having Thank us. For having us. And uh, this pleasure. is a very exciting time. It's uh, I think we're gonna get a big boost. Yeah. 
globally from especially North America. I hear there's a already they say waiting. we are. So there's I spoke. I list. actually spoke to someone recently, and they said that the boost is uh, is waning as Corona kind of. This is just the first phase of this thing. It's yeah. like, I don't think this is, this is just the first smack. Yeah. Wow. First smack. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't quite, we have no idea how this is going to play out yet. Wow. I don't, Dude. I don't think it's going to, I think he's just giving us time to do chuba, you know? Yeah. He is. Wow. You know? I mean, wake, I can't imagine. Wake, wake up. Right. Wake up. That's right. It's a wake you know? up call. Yeah, it it's a big wake up call. Right. And I always, you know, and I needed the wake up call too. I've been religious now for many years and, uh, but it was work, family, and then God. Yeah. And now and so I made I made an adjustment. Yeah. I made yeah. an adjustment. You know, where family and God come first, and uh, and then work is. Uh, I feel like that's re- gonna pay off for you. Prioritizing. I think that'll pay off for you. I well, emotionally, I'm much happier. You know, yeah. I feel much uh, much more balanced, and uh, which is important. Well, I think that's great. They can come to Israel, make Aliyah, and then have. Delicious. And if anyone yeah. wants a job, I need someone in my packaging room. Uh, could you? Could, well, you, you have to make Aliyah right now. Make Aliyah, <laughs> moving cases of beer. Will sort of like Laverne and Shirley there, or you know. Will or, you hire people who don't speak English? Who don't speak Hebrew? Oh yeah, totally. All my guys are. Uh, most of my guys are English speakers. Yeah, I've got okay. one of my brewers is English speaker. I have a Etrian and I have a Nigerian. Uh, you know. So it's like a real. Yeah. Motley crew. Yeah, totally. Well, I think that's amazing. I think I know people for sure who, who would be interested in, in starting out here. So. Anyone who wants to work in my lab, we have a small lab here, a little microbiology. Is this your lab? Yeah, our lab's That's awesome. awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Keep amazing. Amazing. Again, quality control. This was so great, and we wish you a very happy new year. Thank you. You too. It's coming up fast. Yeah. Shana Tova. Shana Tova, everybody. And come, whoever makes, whoever, when you, when you make Aliyah, and I'm expecting you to make Aliyah, free beer at Gems. You said you, you heard this podcast. <laughs> yes! whole, yeah, I'll even give you a case, a case of beer for oh, everyone yeah. who shows okay. up. It's the most exciting thing there I've ever I'll pay to play. I will pay, man. A I case hope you remember gems. this. I remember everything. I have a great We memory. have over... 50 listeners, sir. There you go. There you go. I hope 50 cases on me. It's 60 on a pallet. No I'm problem. I'm being Salakane That's uh, incentive. Yeah. Fresh beer. We can't wait to celebrate the, all these aliyahs with you. Sweet, so thank sweet. you so, so exciting. much. Very exciting. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed recording it. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes, Please consider subscribing, hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a five-star review. And um, check us out on Facebook at the at Yalalia Podcast, and you can also find us on the web at www.thealiaplanner.com. See you soon.